First John chapter three, verse 14 through 19. Amen. Amen. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. And whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer have eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whosoever have this world's good and see if his brother have need and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Precious Lord, thank you. Thank you, Father God, for reminding us and continue reminding us that we as believers have passed from death to life. We are of that group, Father God, that, that, that are new creations, Father God. But there's, a, there's a, 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 a way of life that comes with that. Someone said, in all that you eat, drink, and do, do to the glory of God. Father God, give us the grace to glorify you and what we do and say. Amen. 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 So, so pick it up from last week. And, 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 and I said last week, one, one of the most important lessons, sermons that I've taught. And, and, and my, how many years I've been here? 12? Something like that. 10, 11, 12. Amen. We know that we have passed from death unto life. How do you know something? How do you know something? And that word know is, is intimate. That we have, we know because it has, and it has impacted the, the way we live and the way we do things. And I, and, I, and, I, and I had more illustrations from last week, but let me just share two. And I'm going to move on to, to verse, to the second part of that verse. But I, I have two people. Here's Matthew. Here's Matthew. He's an apostle. And, and what I want to illustrate is, here's Matthew passing from Death to life. We, we ought to know something about this. Amen. If you're a child of God, you're a man of God, a woman of God, a child of God, a Christian, you ought to, you ought to, this ought to just, I remember me being there. Here's Matthew. Jesus had just healed the man, lowered him through the roof. He couldn't get in through the, couldn't get through, they, they couldn't get through the doors. They couldn't get through the windows. They climbed up on the roof, lowered the man down through the roof, broke a hole in the roof, laid before Jesus. Matthew was a tax collector, obviously, most likely taxed the people coming through because everybody that passed Matthew got taxed. He was a tax collector. So, but when they was coming back, the man wasn't on the cot no more. He was walking. Matthew's seen all these things. And watch what happened. Here's Luke 5, 27. And after these things went forth, and he saw a publican named Levi, Sitting at the receipt of custom, watch this, and he said unto him, follow me. 
Now, this is this is recorded in all the Gospels. Matthew says he he rose up and did what? Left everything. Left everything. Now, look at look at that verse again. See if something jumps out at you. Here's Matthew. Now, and, and Jesus calls him Levi. That's interesting. What's Levi short for? Okay. Levite. Okay. One of the favorite of all, all the priests of that day, the Levites, were the ones that stood with Moses. Okay. A Levite, a Levite's job as a Levite was to spend his entire life working in the temple. That was a that was a call of the Levite. The Levite was to be cared for by the temple. He wasn't, he wasn't supposed to have no job or nothing. His job was to work in the temple. Now it opens up the picture again. Let me read it again with you with that knowledge of who Levi was and what he was supposed to be doing. But let me, let me share this. A publican was a tax collector, the most hated, hated people of that time because a publican... If the man working the Republican worked for, say if you work for me, and I was a chief tax collector, I say, look, I need fifty dollars from everybody to go by, but you can charge them whatever you want. Long as I get fifty, you can charge them one hundred fifty. You can charge them two hundred. Long as I get fifty, sort of like the dope boys, right? I sell you a block. You tell me, oh, look, here's a block. Give me eight hundred. You make whatever you want off of it. That how it go? See, see, them kids taught me all kind of stuff when I was working in prison. I didn't know what a block was. I was like, what's a block? Tax collectors weren't supposed to be Levites. And Levites weren't supposed to be tax collectors. Now with that in mind, watch the verse. And after these things, he went forth and saw a publican named Levite sitting at the receipt of custom. And he said unto him, follow me. And at that time, Levite passed. From death to life. Amen. His life was never the same. Okay? His life was never the same. One more story. Another publican named Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus is a Jewish name. See, Jews weren't supposed to be publicans because they was taxing their own people. They were working for the enemy. Okay? So Luke 19, 1, watch this, Luke 19, 1. I'm going to I'm gonna have to give you all 10 verses, so stay with me. Now Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was chief among the publicans, and he was rich. Meaning, he taxed the heck out of his own people to get rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press because he was little of stature. Now, most likely he wanted to see Jesus because publicans were getting saved. And he was like, if you saving publicans, I need to see who this is because he knew how wicked a publican was. So if a publican, uh, not a publican, I'm almost like a Republican, but a, but a tax collector getting saved was nearly impossible. So Zacchaeus was the chief publican. He was losing workers. So he wanted to see who Jesus was. So he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press. 
meaning the crowd. It was too crowded. Too many people was coming to see Jesus. It was like a caravan, you know, and people coming in, they want to see Jesus. He couldn't see him because he was small of stature, but he was desperate. Watch what happened. And he ran before and climbed into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. Watch this now. It gets interesting. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, something, something miraculous going on here because he never <laughs> met Zacchaeus. And he called Zacchaeus by his name. Probably, probably, probably nobody called Zacchaeus that. He, got, he probably got called everything but Zacchaeus. Okay? So Jesus called him, he called, Jesus called him Zacchaeus. And probably, oh, who is this? How did you know my name? And he made, and he said to Zacchaeus, make haste and come down for today. I must what? Abide in thy house. Now, this is where it gets interesting. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. Joyfully. He was happy. See, you see, some folks, some folks be so deep in sin, they, they be happy to get cut loose. Amen. Sunday's waiting for somebody that's a deliverer. This is what I was talking to when I was talking to Sylvia's sister today. Listen, don't, don't, don't let's keep on spreading the good news. Because you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who need to hear it. Okay? Watch this now. And when he saw it, and when they saw it, these are the people. They hated Zacchaeus, but they didn't want him to get saved. They didn't want him around Jesus. Folk like that. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying, is he going to be the guest with a man that is a sinner? Now, obviously, Jesus explained to Zacchaeus what he came to this earth to do. Because Zacchaeus did something in verse number eight that we all need to do and we all have to do. Fess up. He fessed up. Y'all, y'all, y'all mean, anybody watch the trial where the, where the officer had his knee on the man's neck for how long? Nine minutes? Something like that. It was a, a ridiculous amount of time. And if, and if you train in law enforcement, police work, you know you ain't supposed to do that. That's just uncalled for. With a camera on you, the cameras changed the whole game. We, we was talking about that last night. When they put the cameras in the prison, you know, it was, it was over with, you know? No more chokeholds and all that kind of stuff. Not that we did that. Steve did some stuff like that, but I didn't. <laughs> so, so watch what Zacchaeus do. Now, watch Zacchaeus. Now, remember the officer? Remember the officer? Does anybody remember the officer has knee on the man's neck? Ever saying, ever showing any remorse? Ever saying I was wrong? Ever saying I was sorry? Never even saying my emotions got the best of me? If I had to do it over again, I'll never do that again. He never showed, he never did anything. He wouldn't even testify on his own behalf. He showed no remorse. Okay? My Lord, my Lord. Watch that kid. Watch that kid. That kid put his work in. Watch that kid. But he knew he was wrong. Amen. See, see, there's going to come a time when this officer, he's going he to fess up. He's going to fess up. Because the Bible said what? You said it this morning. Every... Every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow. Zacchaeus knew he was in the presence of God. Watch what Zacchaeus does. Because he's passing from death to life. And Zacchaeus stood. 
And back in those days, they put a knife under your chin when you was in the courtroom just so you couldn't look down. Because if you look down, you die. So you had to look up. And they would put a, a, a spear under your neck when you, in the ancient days, made you look up to the, to the judge. And if you looked, if you got, if you, if you was guilty, you die. Because as soon as you, you know how you do when somebody lying? Gone. So you sit up there and look at the judge for eye to eye. Zacchaeus stood. I like this. Zacchaeus stood and fessed up. See, see, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no Christianity without repentance. All right, forget that. Don't let nobody. You know, see, preachers don't even like talking about repentance because they're gonna run people out of the church. You know, you, you can't, you can't be living like that and talking about you a Christian. See, no folks don't want to hear that. I want y'all to, you know, I want y'all to come back next week and, and you know, so I gonna, I'm not gonna offend you with repentance. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna offend you with repentance because I'm not really concerned whether you come back or not. Okay. <laughs> And I want you to come back repenting if you come back. I mean, don't come back still in the same mess. Okay? Zacchaeus stood. Yes, your honor. And said unto the Lord, Behold, I'm wrong. I stand accused. Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. He didn't have to do that. The law didn't require him to do that. The law required him to, I believe, give like one-fourth of what he took. Half of my goods I give to the poor. Now watch this. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restored him fourfold. He basically gave up everything he had. Because that would have been a Republican. A Republican. I keep saying Republican. Maybe I'm on to something. A Republican. Okay. And Jesus said unto him, watch this now, personal, I don't know if anybody else was in the house. Even if the house was crowded, Jesus said this to him. This day is salvation come to this house for as much as he is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. That's good stuff. Verse 15. No. Second half of verse 14. I may not get as far as I want to go today, but prayerfully and thankfully, maybe God will give us another Sunday. Amen. And we know we have passed from death unto life. Verse 14, 1 John 3, 14. Why? Why, John? How can we know for sure? And that's all John's book is about. The whole gospel of 1 John is about making sure that you know that you are a child of God. That's it. And we've been on it for 35 weeks, 40 weeks. Okay. I might have 40 more. Lord willing. Amen. But, but, but it's an important subject because you need to know. You're sitting here looking crazy like we get to heaven, get to, the, get to heaven, and, and don't know. Be like, well, I hope I go to heaven. No, you can't hope you're going to heaven. That's right. Better know. Hope I go to heaven. Here's how we know. Because we love the brethren. I ain't easy to love. I'm not. I thank God for my wife. 
Amen. I know I got one person in Maya. Krina. She let me know she'd do anything I asked her to do. Here's how we here's how we know that we pass from death to life. Here's how we know we're saved. Because we love the brethren. I love y'all. Amen. I love y'all. Love being out here. We had so much, we had such a good time in Sunday school this morning. Wednesday nights is off the charts. We just have a good time. You know, just a few of us. We can make it if we try, just a few of us. Is that how the song goes? No, it don't. It says, it says just the two of us. But we have a good time. Know why we have a good time? Seriously, know why? Know the root cause of why we have a good time on Sunday mornings and Wednesday night? Because we love one another. Do. Don't we just light up? You know, Margaret, we, we, we watching the watch. She's always late. But we, when we see her come in, it, it just. Sylvia come in late. We know she working. She came in late and just jumped right into the lesson. Just jumped right into the lesson. And we just had a good time because we love each other. Amen. Okay. We love each other. God is love. Because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brethren abideth in death. Okay? Now that's just what the word of God said. I don't even have to explain that. Okay? If you don't have a love for Christians, those folks that have been saved and filled with the spirit like you, then you need to really examine yourself. You, you ought to have a love for each other. We ought to have a love for each other. Then you find out somebody else is real and they love the Lord like you do, you ought to love them too. Okay? Why did I say that? Jeremy said that God is love. Okay? God is love. Listen. Whosoever. This is where it gets interesting. Whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Now, now, now he talked about Cain in, in, in verse number 12. Cain and Abel came to the Lord with the offering. God told Cain, look, you got the wrong stuff, bro. This is not a grain offering. This is a love. This is a, a sin offering. You need to sacrifice blood, not wheat and apples and oranges. Okay? Do like your brother Abel and bring a lamb, bring some blood cover. Only the blood gonna cover your sin. Cain said, I don't need no blood to cover my sin. You take this or I ain't bringing you nothing. He's talking to God. He's a bad boy. Not only was it the first murder, he was the first thug. <laughs> he was the first thug. That's what he was, wasn't he? Then he got so mad at God. God said, listen, listen, go do the right thing. Come back with the blood offering and, and, and we'll be all right. That's all he had to do. He said, if you don't do that, sin lies at the door. Sin going to make you do something you don't want you to do. Uh-huh. Amen. What's, what's our saying? Sin will always take you further than you plan on going, keep you there longer than you plan on staying, and cost you more than you plan on spending. Okay? Be careful with sin. Yeah. And it's lying at the door. You better, you, I don't know what you need to do, but you better get it off your door. 
Okay? But he didn't. He didn't. He said, listen, I'm not, I'm not caring about God. Ain't this how the world we live in? I don't care what that Bible say. I don't care about God. I don't care about them preachers. They ain't no good. And church Christians, all oh, hypocrites. Okay? And then he got to the point because sin was lying at the door and sin said to Cain, Cain, if he won't blood, get him able blood. See, that's how sin do. His job is to kill, steal, and destroy. He said, if your God won't, if that God you serving won't blood, give him Abel's blood. Then he, he slit Abel's throat. And God said, Where my, where's Abel? And he got slick with God again. See, he got fly. He had a fly mouth. He said, Am I my brother's keeper? Ain't that son? Am I my brother's keeper? He said, Abel's. Abel preaching from the ground. He says, blood is crying out from the, mm-hmm. from the earth. Listen. Now I had to struggle with this. And because I love y'all. See, and because I love y'all, I'll I, I be on the up and up. So I, I, can, I, can, I can easily be counterfeit and tell you, you know, I, I don't hate nobody. You know, I can say I, can, I just love everybody. Just love everybody. Smiling. Yeah. I don't love everybody. Alright? I don't love everybody. But you know what I got? I got an HGEA. Y'all know what an HGEA is? Y'all don't, because I just made it up. It's a Holy Ghost escrow account. It's a Holy Ghost escrow account. You know what an escrow account is? Let me, I'm going to give you the dictionary definition of an escrow account. An escrow account is an account where you place money in. Okay? So, so I'm putting this money in this account, and hopefully these two parties can work it out. And if they work it out, they get the money out of the escrow. That makes sense? That's close as I can. Let me give you the definition. An escrow account is an account where funds are held in trust. While two or more parties complete the transaction, where they try to work out the details, the fine lines, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Cause some of y'all, some of y'all know me, and I wasn't happy a couple years ago with what happened at the church. And some of y'all might say, "Well, you know, I know you don't care for them folks." I've turned that over to my escrow account. I've put that. I've put all that into the escrow account. Okay. I, I'm not carrying that around. I'm not carrying it around. You know, and I, and I used to. I, mean, I, I wonder how much they got. Amen. Why would somebody do that? All the time, that work on your mind. I said, you know what? I need to put that in escrow account. Yeah. So I opened up me a Holy Ghost escrow account, and I put all that in there. And what the Holy Ghost escrow account does, here's what it does, Margaret. Okay? So I'm going to have to open one up for you. Oh, <laughs> we're going to put some stuff in our escrow account so we don't have to worry about that stuff, see? So, so here's, what, here's how you deal with the, with the Holy Ghost escrow account. So on any given Sunday or Wednesday, say them folks decide they want to come in church full of repentance. Okay? See, some people, some people, some people would say fake Christians. Just let it go. Don't worry about it. Just let it go. Just forgive them and move on. Let me help y'all. Biblically, you cannot forgive someone who has not repented. Amen. 
Y'all making sense, Toya? See, you, I, I like when you come to church because you just, just there, just you, because this makes sense, and you. I, but when you can't forgive somebody who hasn't repented, okay? So somebody come back and I'm back, same old mess. I didn't rob your house, stole your car, drank all your food, ate all your food up, and, and ain't, ain't no 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 repent, no remorse, no contrite spirit. Let me give you a story. Let me give you a story. Of what repentance looked like. Okay? Bible story. I, I, I'm not making up nothing. Because I don't want y'all to say he's making up stuff. Okay. You know, I told the story last week. The two sons. And the, and the one. The, the young one went out to the far country. And wasted everything. Wasted everything. Drinking, getting high, chasing prostitutes. That's what the other brother said. He was doing everything. Okay. But the Bible says. He came to a census. He realized the error of his ways. Okay? And in Luke 15, 20, watch this. And he arose and came to his father. Now his father had a Holy Ghost escrow account. Okay? But, but his father wasn't doing nothing until that son came home a certain way. When is coming home? So you just can't come home. Okay? You know, some people say, well, you just come on anyway, on a kind of way, come home and, 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 and right back to the same stuff. He said he arose and came to his father, but when he was a yet a great way off, his father saw him. His father knew his son. He knew his son. As I say, and go. Drop the pail, jump the, the rail, and hit the trail. Amen. Amen. He, he was done with that lifestyle. Yes. He was done with that lifestyle. He was not going to disrespect his father and come home the same way. Matter of fact, he's, watch what he says. Watch what he says in verse 21. And the son said to the father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I am no more worthy to be called thy son. That's repentance. That's brokenness. That's a contrite heart. That's a, that's a person who has been changed. But the father said unto the servants, I already know. He said, bring forth a robe. No, 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 no. He said, bring forth the best robe. <laughs> yeah, he had it waiting for his son. He had it in an escrow account. Okay. He said, go to the escrow account and bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And while you're getting the robe, put the ring on his hand and then get the best shoes. He had all that waiting. Then he had this fatty calf. He'd been sitting there feeding that calf every day. That calf might have been a beauty. Probably take it out to the Campfield Fair and win all the, all the awards. Okay? Then he said, bring hither the fatty calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. Now watch what he says. Watch what the father says. This is key to the whole story. And I missed it for years. He said, for this my son was dead. How about that? Spiritually dead. No concern for the things of God. No concern for God. No concern for the church. No concern for nothing. He was spiritually 
dead. And he said, and is alive again. I pass from death to life. Watch this though. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. They began to be merry. Just open your escrow account. Some of us, some of us got some stuff. Yeah, you got people that you, you see that you still got a beef with. I ain't mad at her, but I don't, I don't still say that to her no more. You ever heard people say stuff like that? I, I you know, I, I'm, I forgot. I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm, I forgave her, but I just don't have nothing to do with her no more. See? See? That's still working on you. Still working on you. Put it in escrow account. Okay. Then pray about that. Pray for your escrow accounts. Yeah, God, work with these people's hearts. There wouldn't be a greater day in my life if folks would come back to the church and say, you know what? I watch your, watch your sermon on video. Heard what you said. You make plenty of sense. We was wrong. What we did was wrong. We, we, we want to ask you to forgive us and, 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 and let us come back to church. Wouldn't that be beautiful? You know what I do? You know what I do, Margaret? Go master account. Bring out that. Bring out the forgiveness. I call Jesus up. Y'all say, well, no, this, my God worked on Sundays. If it's, you know, he, 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 he never take a day off, so he's going to be there. I say, I say, Lord, 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 bring the forgiveness. Cover him with forgiveness. And we just move on from that. Amen. But without repentance, this is impossible. Let me, let me give you another verse. 2 Corinthians 7 and 9. He said, now I rejoice not that you were made sorry, but that you, that you, but that you sorrow to repentance. For you were made sorry after a godly manner, watch this, that ye might receive damage by us in nothing. In nothing. Let me give you another story of repentance. Great story. Y'all know it. See, I, I love these stories because y'all know them so well. I don't have to go through the whole thing, but I have it. I have it. I'm not going to read the whole story of David and Nathan's encounter because you know it. David, David took the man's wife. Nathan called him out. Say, man, you just you got a thousand. He had one. You took her. He said, one. And, and David's like, he didn't know he was talking about him. And David's like, whoever done this thing, he need his head cut off. And Nathan said, you the man. And watch what David says. Watch what David says. And David says this in 2 Samuel 12, 13. And David said unto Nathan, after Nathan called him out, told him what God was going to do, how he was going to be punished, what he was going to go through. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what. Now remember, Nathan's a prophet. He's a prophet, a real prophet. Okay, not a prophet from Camel, okay, or Struthers or Akron or something. He's a real prophet. And David and, and Nathan said to David, "The Lord also have put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die." That's a great story. That's a great story. I, I, hope, I hope to help somebody because it helped me. So I always, I always, always, always thinking, always thinking, why, why did God say, you know, preach all the way through the first John, 
I'm in chapter three. And I'm learning more and more about me. And I hope you guys are being blessed by the, by the lessons. Let me give you three. Three lessons from when God has taught. Don't be eating poison hoping your enemies will die. Let me say that again. See, that's what, that's what worrying does. When you're worrying about somebody and hating on somebody, they ain't thinking about you. They could care less. They're going on about their life and, and stress is eating you up because you're still hot under the collar. You're mad. And, and it's like eating poison hoping your enemies will die. Okay? Set up a Holy Ghost escrow account, place your forgiveness in it, and move on. Amen. Move on. And if that person ever come around and say, you know what, sorry for what I did, I was wrong, you know, I'm, I'm a different man, you know what, God has blessed me with the ability and with the gift of repentance, and I'm a changed man, then you can say, hey, I forgive you. Okay? Last one. And when the prodigal returns, how about that? When the prodigal returns, broken, contrite, repentant, remorseful, regretful, penitent, ashamed, release the, release the, release the forgiveness. Don't hold, don't hold back. Don't hold back. Let them let go. Let them go. One more, one more verse. I'm going to close. I'm going to close. One more verse. This might be a long one, but it's worth it. Verse 16. Verse 16 of 1 John chapter 3. I'm covering three verses today. How about that? This is, this is huge. This is a monumental day. John wants you to know the love of God. Watch this. Hereby perceive we the love of God. What's that word perceive mean? I don't, I don't like to move on. and I don't like to be condescending. But the word perceive means to understand. To comprehend. To not ignore this. Hereby perceive we the love of God. We got to know the love of God. If you call ourselves Christian, we got to know the love of God. Why? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But if we don't know the love of God, we can't understand John 3, 16. Amen. Got to understand the love of God. God so loved the world that he gave everything. Think about it. Think about it. I, 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 got a, I got a Maya there. One of Sydney Creedy came home and they said, well, you know, Dad, I'm going to sacrifice a Maya for the world. Lord have mercy. And you know what I say? I ain't stunned the world. I ain't stunned the world. Let the world go on. Which one of your children you sacrifice, Jake? You probably don't say nothing. <laughs> y'all understand? He's Jake. Jake I know y'all. Y'all know Jake loves them babies now. He he got a dry sense of humor like me, but y'all know he ain't sacrificed none of them. Amen. 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 Here, here's the love of God. I'm gonna give you. I'm just gonna give you a few verses. Romans 5 8, we know these verses because we covered this. We covered this in the last, last month Bible study, Sunday school. Listen, but God commended his love toward us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? 
died for us. He had died for us. We were still sinning. How about that? And he commended his love toward us. No, no man comes to the Father unless he's what? Drawn. Okay? If you're here today and you under, if you if you love the Lord and you've been you've passed from death to life, you ain't got nothing to boast about. You ain't got nothing to brag about. You ain't sit around, you know, I'm a Christian, I'm saved, you know, I got born again. You ain't got nothing, you ain't got nothing to do with it. Thank God for giving you the faith to believe. Thank God for giving you the grace that you didn't die before you start believing. Amen. Here's Peter. See, see, see the, the word of God, all of them say the same thing. All these apostles, the Bible, what did we say this morning in 2 Timothy 3.16? All scriptures given by what? Inspiration of God. It's not, it's not man writing this. One day you won't hear Peter, Paul, you won't hear none of them boasting about how tough they were, how good they were. They, 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 they thank God for everything. Okay? Here's Peter, 1 Peter 1.18. Fascinating verse. 118 and 19. Watch this. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by the traditions from your fathers. That, that would be traditional faith. That's religion. Peter, you want to say religion don't save you. Talk to a Muslim and ask them are you saved. They don't know nothing about being saved. Muslims don't get saved. Mormons don't get saved. Catholics don't get saved. You talk to a Catholic, are you born again? No, I was sprinkled at birth. When I was born, you know, the priest sprinkled me and all the original sin washed away. How'd that sound? A lot of Catholics in prison, the sprinkling didn't work for you. I'm, you know. Watch this, verse 18. Here's how you saved. Not by, the traditions, not by the traditions from your father. Watch this now. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. What did, what did, what did, what did Pilate say? Mm-hmm. I, find, I ain't find a spot on him. I find no fault in this man. Amen. One of you found one. One of Pilate could have came up with one charge against Jesus that would have stood. <laughs> I like that. It would have been a lie. It would have been a lie. Here's Paul again. Ephesians 5 2. Watch this thing. Think about it. We're talking about the love of God. We're talking about the love of God. Okay? Ephesians 5 2. And he says, he says this and walk in love. Mm-hmm. And walk in love how? As Christ also have loved us. Some of y'all was unlovable. Let me, let me let me retract that from them. Some of us, <laughs> some of us were unlovable. Okay. Amen. So so Paul says walk in love because Paul knew himself he was unlovable. Mm-hmm. He was a chief sinner. And walk in love as Christ also have loved us. How much did he love us? And have given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savior. How about that? Amen. God loved us so much that he sacrificed his only begotten son so that we could be saved. Amen. So we could be saved. Last one. Last one. 
First John 4 and 9. Here we go. We studied. We, we'll, get to this, we'll get to this in more detail in a couple of months. And this was manifested, manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world. Why? 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 As Christians, we need to know. Somebody may ask you, Justin, why did God send his only begotten son into the world? You got to have an answer. You got to be able to pass that. That's all, I mean, you got to be able to answer that question. Why did God send his only begotten son into the world? Watch this. Watch this. Here's why. That we might live through him. That we might live through him. What's the opposite of living through him? It's only other one other person to live through. We want to live through Christ. Now he says this and wraps up in verse number 10. I'm going to close. Herein is love. Herein is love. You really want to know. Herein is love. Even my mother say, I don't love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. I, I, personally, I'm sick of all the holidays. Amen. We, you know, we get ready for the next one, Fatherless Day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we, we, we get ready for the next one. And then after Father's Day, then we'll be, we got something coming up. Sweetest Day, something coming up. Valentine's Day, Memorial Day, Fourth of July. Then we go, you know, we only got only only I only deal with three. Amen. You can you can race all the rest. Because I don't need a day. I don't need a day to remember my mother and my father. A day a, a, a day don't go by. Does it, is it, does it day go by when you don't think about your mother? Krina, does it day go by when you don't think about your mother? No. You? Christine? You think about your mother all the time. Jake thinks about his mother all the time because she's calling him every day if he needs something. <laughs> Amen. I love you, Jake. Herein is love. Steve, does the day go by you don't think about your mother? No. 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 See, this church made him think about his mother because she went to one of them church. They had no drums, no organ. They didn't, they didn't have all that stuff. That's way he like coming here. My gosh, I remind me of being home. Hear all the crazy loud drums and stuff. Folks hopping all around like bunnies. <laughs> they hop around to your mother's church. They didn't do all that hopping around to that mother's church. Uh-uh, your mother's church. Uh-uh. Here is love. Not that we love God. We weren't, we weren't born to love God. Amen. We were born in, in trespasses and sins. We were born in iniquity. We weren't, we weren't born in, we weren't born loving God. Don't let nobody tell you they, 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 you know, they my mother was a Christian and my father was a Christian. I was born a Christian. You wasn't born, you was born a devil. Amen. And I don't care how sweet the babies look. I hear people come to work. Oh, that's a devil. <laughs> I'm getting in trouble. <laughs> oh, I just, all I gotta do is watch my little baby running around the house. I know she got it's a quarter few point time. I gonna need to be born again. Amen. She into everything. Amen. I'm getting ready to think her name is Stop. I'm gonna think her name is Stop. <laughs> Amaya, stop. 
Watch. Y'all know Jake, don't your, your kids gonna need to be born again, ain't they? Okay? So don't even play with this stuff. I make light of it, but don't play with this stuff. Bible said, God said to Nicodemus, you must be born again. Amen. Jesus didn't use the word must a whole lot. But when he says you need to be born again, you need to be born again. Uh-huh. And if you ain't, okay, you better think about what I'm saying. Herein is love. Not that we love God, Amen. but that he loved us. How much? And he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Thank you, Lord. Impossible. It's impossible to call yourself a Christian and not know the love of God. God loved us and he died for us. And if your mother loved you, like important Mother's Day in here, if your mother loved you, where did she get the love from? God. God. You know how I know that? Because God is love. Amen. So if anybody you love, you know, any, if you love anybody, thank God for giving you love to share with somebody. Think about that. That's deep. God bless y'all. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Precious Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you for speaking to our church today. Thank you for your scriptures. Thank you for the inspiration that you you put into the scriptures. Thank you for this church, Father God. Thank you for the joy and laughter and the sound biblical teaching that we get because of your word. Thank you for everybody that's here. And we pray for this church. And we pray for every church where God's word is being declared. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 God bless you guys.